This is the Wikipedia page for Swearjar. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Vernado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. Remember swear jars? What a great fucking Wikipedia page, huh? <laughs> a uh, swear jar, also known as a swearing jar, cuss jar, swear box, or cuss bank, is a device to help discourage people from swearing. Every time someone utters a swear word, others who witness it collect a fine by insisting that the offender put some money into the box. The container may be made of glass, porcelain, or metal, and may have a lid with a slot. From time to time, the accumulated money may be used for some agreed-upon purpose or contributed to charity. Swear box is my favorite new term. The concept appears to have originated in the 1890s under the name swear box and to have gained popularity in the 1910s. The term swear jar appears to have been invented in the 1980s in the United States and is not documented in Great Britain. An early mention of a swear jar is in the 1988 U.S. movie Moving. The concept of a swear box or jar became very popular in the 1980s. A swear jar might not be a physical object. Instead, a notional swear jar is referred to in order to indicate someone's use of bad language has been noted. Commercially produced. Most swear jars are homemade. However, tins and boxes specifically designed for the purpose are marketed commercially, some of which have a scale of charges printed on them. Various materials are used to produce them. Earlier designs were commonly porcelain. Modern versions, often glass, are available online via eBay, other shopping websites, and even sites dedicated to selling only swear jars. The only swear jar site. That is quite the entrepreneur. I bet it's religious. Swear jars, uh, going down this Wikipedia hole, swear jars does take us to aversion therapy. And you said that you don't think swear jars are aversion therapy. Is that true? It's not that it's not. It's just a really far stretch. It's just not what I think of when I think of aversion therapy. Well, I don't even know what I think of when I think of aversion therapy. Let's find out, I guess, right? Yeah, I mean, when I think of aversion therapy, I think of like when someone's trying to quit cigarettes or quit drinking alcohol. You want to start the page? Sure. This is the Wikipedia page for aversion therapy. Aversion therapy is a form of psychological treatment in which the patient is exposed to a stimulus while simultaneously being subjected to some form of discomfort. This conditioning is intended to cause the patient to associate the stimulus with unpleasant sensations with the intention of quelling the targeted, sometimes compulsive, behavior. Aversion therapies can take many forms. For example, placing unpleasant-tasting substances on the fingernails to discourage nail chewing, pairing the use of an emetic with the experience of alcohol, or pairing behavior with electric shocks of mild to higher intensities. Aversion therapy, when used in a non-consensual manner, is widely considered to be inhumane. Yeah, I wonder why. At the Judge Rottenberg Educational Center, 
aversion therapy is used to perform behavior modification in students as part of the center's applied behavioral analysis program. ABA, we hate it. The center has been condemned by the United Nations for torture. Yikes. In addictions, various forms of aversion therapy have been used in the treatment of addiction to alcohol and other drugs since 1932, discussed in Principles of Addiction Medicine, Chapter 8, published by the American Society of Addiction Medicine in 2003. Alcohol addiction. An approach to the treatment of alcohol dependence that has been wrongly characterized as aversion therapy involves the use of disulfiram, a drug which is sometimes used as a second-line treatment under appropriate medical supervision. When a person drinks even a small amount of alcohol, disulfiram causes sensitivity involving highly unpleasant reactions which can be clinically severe. Rather than as an actual aversion therapy, the nastiness of the disulfiram alcohol reaction is deployed as a drinking deterrent for people receiving other forms of therapy who actively wish to be kept in a state of enforced sobriety. Disulfiram is not administered to active drinkers. Cocaine dependency. Emetic therapy and phoretic aversion therapy has been used to induce aversion for cocaine dependency. Cigarette addiction. It is unknown whether aversion therapy in the form of rapid smoking to provide an unpleasant stimulus can help tobacco smokers overcome the urge to smoke. In compulsive habits, aversion therapy has been used in the context of subconscious or compulsive habits such as chronic nail biting, hair pulling, trichotillomania, or skin picking commonly associated with forms of obsessive compulsive disorder as well as Trichotillomania. In history, <laughs> Pliny the Elder attempted to heal alcoholism in the first century Rome by putting putrid spiders in alcohol abusers' drinking glasses. <laughs> they just put spiders in their glasses. We love Pliny the Elder. In 1935, Charles Shadell turned a colonial mansion in Seattle into the Shadell Sanatorium, where he began treating alcoholics for their substance use disorder. His enterprise was launched with the help of gastroenterologist Walter Voigtlin and psychiatrist Fred Lemire. Together, they created a medical practice that exclusively treated chronic alcoholism through Pavlovian conditioned reflex aversion therapy. In popular culture, in Anthony Burgess's novel, a Clockwork Orange, and the film adaptation directed by Stanley Kubrick, the main character, Alex, is subjected to a fictional form of aversion therapy called the Ludovico Technique, with the aim of stopping his violent behavior. Judge Rotenberg Center The Judge Rotenberg Center is a school in Canton, Massachusetts that uses the methods of ABA to perform behavior modification in children with developmental disabilities. 
before it was banned in 2020. Wow, recently. <laughs> before yeah. it was banned in 2020, the center used a device called a graduated electric decelerator, GED, to deliver electric skin shocks as adverses. The Judge Rotenberg Center has been condemned by the United Nations for torture as a result of this practice. In Massachusetts, wow. While many human rights and disability rights advocates have campaigned to shut down the center as of 2020, it remains open. Six students have died of... Oh, shit. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Six students have died of preventable incidents at the school since it opened in 1971. Yeah, ABA, very controversial. How how is that open in Massachusetts? How can... Because... Because many people think that autists need to comply with the general public and their behaviors. And so they will do anything to make their kids act like neurotypicals. And that's how it remains open. Yikes. This has been the Wikipedia page for both Swear Jar and Aversion Therapy. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media at wikilisten, except for Twitter, which is at wiki underscore listen. If there is a page that you would like us to read, please let us know. 